At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote what does every grocery store aisle now have in common Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the program. It's Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard, your host, live out here in Las Vegas. Your other host today, Scott Seidenberg, out in New Jersey, doing an excellent job here on the program. Uh, also with us in studio, Josh Towers, former Major League Baseball pitcher. Josh, how you doing? I'm good, buddy. You, Scott, what's up, man? Uh, I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm all right. There he is. Way, way to alienate your New Yorkers, buddy. I know. So, Scott, man, boots on the ground out there. Uh, what's What's been the reaction to Baez and, and the Mets uh, and doing the thumbs down thing? Well, first of all, this isn't the first time it's happened with the New York Mets. Uh, Met fans will remember 2002, Ray Ordonez talking about how uh, the Mets fans booed him and he wanted to get out of town. Uh, he was quickly out of town anyway because Jose Reyes was coming up. But uh, booing in New York is something that happens. The Yankee fans have booed Derek Jeter before, but Jeter's response, unlike Javier Baez, was, yeah, I'm batting 200. There's a reason why I'm getting booed. I have to be better. Javier Baez attacking the Mets fans is a clear sign that he does not want to play for this team next year. He's going to be a free agent. He'll sign elsewhere. He is not built for New York. Francisco Lindor with a half-hearted apology today is just ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> these players clearly don't get it. They just don't get it. Don't alienate your fan base. And I get it. You know, the owner comes out and, and he's, you know, very boisterous and he wants to tweet out things and make jokes about the black jerseys and whatnot. But the fans 
are upset because this is a team that was in first place for three months of the season and is now seven games back of a playoff spot and playing bad baseball. They don't even score at home. So when fans go to City Field, they don't see any runs, right? City Field unders are the most profitable total bet in Major League Baseball. So, of course, they're frustrated. Of course, they're going to boo. And my message to Met fans would be as soon as you get to City Field, you boo even louder now. Mm-hmm. My turn. Yeah. My turn. I, well, Josh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because what does this do for a clubhouse, for real? Oh, uh, that was the first thing I wanted to say, but you gave me so much more. Uh, I hope everybody blindly took the uh, the, the Marlins today because this was the, probably going to be the easiest win of all time without ever having to ever handicap through numbers or anything ever. Um, multiple things. It was a half-hearted apology. That's funny you said that of Lindor. He had to do it. You can tell that he didn't really want to do it. So it's kind of cute that he did it. Um, yeah, Baez, listen, like, thicken up. I mean, this partition trophy thing that we hand kids just for showing up mm-hmm. like that's that's I know that's your generation buddy but you're gonna thicken your skin listen I was with the Yankees um Jeter was taking ground balls and a fan the gates just opened I told this story on on this weekend okay on air um a fan walks by and he starts ripping Derek because Derek was struggling with the bat he starts ripping him and he says his piece to him and Derek uh well, lets him talk and then yells back into the stands you're right my bad I'll do better and then he looks at me and goes, everybody's a coach. And he goes, but he's right. But yeah. he's right. Yeah. And that's how you respond. Just like you said, we've seen that quote flying around. Derek Jeter said it. I'm not hitting under 200. They mm-hmm. should boo me. Yeah. Um, John Carlos Stanton's been a just a poster child for not disrespecting the fans because he's not playing. He gets booed every day. Yeah. And he's still out there grinding. And look where their team is. We knew this was going to happen. You and right. I talked about oh, this yeah. many times, what was going to happen. And then you went and traded your only prospect, your number, your first-round pick last year, for Baez, mm-hmm. a rental, depleted the organization again. And this is what you got in return. I understand what you thought was going to happen, but you still have internal issues. The owner I'm a big fan of, he speaks his mind, Keep going. Sandy Alderson is fantastic. He's one of the best baseball men in all of the world. Okay. Um, but we go rogue, man. We do whatever we want. And I got a three hundred and what fifty million dollar contract. I'm probably gonna say what I want. And Baez, regardless of what we think about him, is gonna get paid. It's sad that the Dominic Smiths, the Nimos, mm. the Jacob DeGroms. It's sad that there's people in that clubhouse that could have put a stance on this and let two new guys to New York run this uh, charade. And then Pilar, you're not going to be – Pilar? I don't even think you get hits, and you're going to be thumbing down right. people. So last thing you ever want to do is what they did. It's one of the most disrespectful things. And lastly – they're the ones that are losing, not the fans. Mm-hmm. So they need to own up to it, and they didn't have the ability to. It's sad to see, man. Sad. Yeah. It's a, it's a huge problem because they have no leadership on this team. Wow. Uh, and you want Pete Alonso to be the leader, but he's not that vocal clubhouse He's not guy. that guy. He's yeah. the Sorry, face of the not. organization. No. He's the face, but right. he's not that vocal. But that's the yeah. thing. He's so, not that guy either. Yeah. They thrust yeah. that upon him. Yep. He's not. Yeah. Yep. It's void of leadership for sure out there in New York with the Mets. Uh, we'll see if they can get it together. I mean, they're still in it, but we'll see. Uh, it's Ben Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard, your host from Las Vegas, your other host from New Jersey, Scott Seidenberg, doing a great job. And in studio with us right here, right now, Josh Towers, former Major League Baseball pitcher. Uh, the Mets situation uh, out of control with the players. The players, the players need to understand this. As a former player myself, guys, and Josh, I mean, you can attest to this too. It's like, you know fans are going to boo. Uh, one of the things that was conveyed to me early on as a player was Pritch, stay out the crowd. 
And we, we even had t-shirts. Stay out yes. the crowd. <laughs> Stay out the crowd because you're never right with fans. The only way fans are not going to boo you is if you win. So if you're tired of the booing, then win. Right? You had the, the owner with the Mets come out and said the Mets needed to do better. To me, that empowered the fans to boo them. Like the owner, wait a sure. minute, the owner's calling out my team. I can call out my team too. So as a player, you have to respond accordingly. And so you look at this matchup uh, against the Marlins. They are favorite, gentlemen. They're minus 155 at home. Six and a half uh, is the total in this game. Scott, what do you think? Well, it's very hard to sweep a doubleheader. You yeah. know, Josh will tell you that. It just so the Marlins winning game one uh, it would lean you to lean Mets in game two. But mm-hmm. I can't back the Mets with everything that's going on. There's just too much distraction with this team falling back further and further in the playoff races. Uh, and to me, there's going to be a complete overhaul with this Mets organization this offseason. And the closer and closer we get to the end of the regular season, the players in that clubhouse are going to feel that even more. They're going to feel like, hey, our job security is on the line. Luis Rojas is probably not going to be here next year. Some of us players probably won't be here next year either. Uh, Trevor Williams is a guy who's more of um, a a short outing guy. He's not going to go deep into the game. Um, I would expect the Mets to go into the bullpen early in this one. I'd be looking towards the total because I do think that the Marlins can score. The Mets can certainly score uh, against uh, Cabrera, even though they don't score at home, but Cabrera is, you know, a guy who's barely pitched this year in Major League Baseball. So that would be where I would lean. But uh, I have no confidence betting the Mets uh, as a favorite in this game. Uh, Question before I respond. What happened to Stroman today? I didn't see. He looked like he lasted Uh, about a third of an inning. He got hurt. Yeah, I didn't see. Uh, well, maybe yeah. he was too busy tweeting responses to the fans. <laughs> well, he, that's all he did yesterday. Well, he's yeah. good. He's good at social responses. media. Yeah, social media yeah, is his thing, brother. Um, <laughs> so there you go. Now the Mets have right. used the bullpen in game one. Now I know it's a seven inning. Uh, it's an automatic bet against. We knew that. Okay. And then you got the matchup in the second game with this young kid Cabrera, who's a stud uh, for the Marlins. Who the the call up was one of the coolest things. Which I'm glad that we're starting to video those when these kids get called mm-hmm. up. Uh, and he threw he threw well his first game as well. And they're gonna they're gonna try to see what this kid has so I can imagine they'll stretch him out a little bit and then we got the rest of the bullpen coming in for the Mets which is again going to be kind of depleted a little bit Uh, you're right about the double headers it is tough because losing teams make adjustments where winning teams kind of just coast with that said there's no focus on on our job there's no focus on our task at hand there is no solidarity there again the half-hearted apologies forced to the meetings that you have to have because you know you don't want it but here comes the owner and the president having a meeting there's no focus on baseball for the Mets right now. Uh, Baez is going to strike out his first at bat. He's going to swing at every pitch to try not to strike out. And then he's going to get mm. booed if he's in the game. He's going to get booed. And then it's going to start it again. And my focus isn't going to be there. So, again, this is a, another automatic play on the Marlins uh, in this situation. Um, it's, it is so sad to see. Mm-hmm. It is so sad to see mm-hmm. with with so many right pieces, but the wrong they've had the wrong guidance for so long. And again, bringing yep. Sandy back was the right thing. It's going to take four or five years again to replenish all this. Um, last thing they needed, but again, great pitcher for for Miami. Uh, they're probably sitting on the other side laughing because it's like, oh, the Mets again. Uh, I don't know what the line is. I have to assume we were getting tremendous value on the Marlins in game one. So to everybody who blindly took it, way to pay attention. Anytime you get distracted as athletes, mm-hmm. it's never good on our focus, yeah. man. So okay. again, Marlins again. Yeah, good or bad, really, when you think about distractions that way. Jacob DeGrom 
and, and, and and this is my favorite player in all of baseball, just so we're clear. Being around this man, um, he, he's a Roy Holiday. He mm-hmm. is a, he is a mm-hmm. you he leads and you follow because you're so impressed by what he does physically. He doesn't have to say a word. Very few people in this world have the quality that Jacob has. But think about what happened when Jacob hit the DL the last time and hasn't been back. This team has fallen off the cliff, and I'm not blaming Jacob by any any stretch of the imagination, but right. I pitched behind Roy Holiday. Mm-hmm. I pitched behind Roy Holiday my first year after going 0-12 and getting released by the Mets, and by the way, getting booed every time I touched the field, and I should have got booed. I was 0-12. Like, right? I shouldn't even, I should be afraid to show my face, but you're still grinding. The next year, I get to pitch behind Roy Holiday, a Cy Young year, um, and he was so good that you just went to bed so excited that I won't even try to repeat anything that he did. I was right. That was my motivation. That's what happens when Jacob's in the lineup. Hitters want to be him. Pitchers want to be him. He makes us better. As soon as he's out being a physical leader, not a verbal leader, they had nobody to want to be better than, and they lost their focus as well. Mm-hmm. He's the true MVP of baseball. Yeah, how about that? You know, Scott, on that note, uh, did the Mets, they mishandled the DeGrom thing. I mean, they kept going, uh, putting him back out there. I mean, injury after injury, yes. uh, take some rest, take some time out. But yet, uh, here you go with DeGrom missing a lot of baseball now. Yeah, and what was interesting is in the past, he had refused to uh-huh. go to the IL. Yeah. And this time kind of accepted it, which made you believe that there was something that was even you know more wrong with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and the fact that he was supposed to pitch out of the All-Star break, but then said that the injury happened before the All-Star break. There's just been so much confusion with Jacob deGrom and this entire Mets you know training staff. Uh, Noah Syndergaard keeps having yep. setbacks in his return. Um, he shouldn't pitch this year. He should just showcase no, himself in the summer. Don't even show back up. Show- yeah, exactly. Uh, so there's just a lot that's gone wrong with the Mets organization. You know, listen, they hire a general manager that they have to fire because of, you know, bad reputation and, and inappropriate behavior in the past. They hire a manager with no managerial experience. He doesn't even manage a game for them because of everything that went on with Beltran in his past. And so now Luis Rojas is there. He's not going to be there for the long haul. They brought Sandy in for some stability, but I don't think he's going to be there because he's got his own personal health issues that he's dealing with. The Mets need to take Steve Cohn's money. They need to pick up the phone they need to say hey Theo Epstein how much do you want you get to run this team and then hire a manager like Mike Sosha or Buck Showalter to be a veteran presence someone with gravitas that commands respect in this clubhouse and that's how you turn this franchise around. Pritch last thing on this because we've been on them for Mm -hmm. a minute Uh, they need to cut ties with everybody who's been a distraction and Noah Syndergaard another person I'm a fan of has been nothing but a distraction because he can't stay healthy Uh, they need to cut ties with guys like him Luis Rojas is a great man and a great baseball guy Um, put in a situation to where he probably wasn't allowed to actually coach or manage the way he wants to because this is a new job that he wasn't really expected to get, so he doesn't want to lose it. So I, I think Louie's the right guy. Just let him do his thing. Right. But they got to cut ties because there's too many things that happen like that to where let's just clean slate it. Let's start with the draft. Let's go find some minor league free agents. Reprint us a little bit. We still have the players in the major leagues to be successful. Mm-hmm. But my mindset down there has got to change. Uh, and... Can we stop doubting the Rays? How good are they? <laughs> oh, Rays, I mean, they're a machine now down there, to be honest with you. You know, this is great insight and great information, you two, because uh, as betters, uh, this is something to think about. I mean, the writing was on the wall probably yes. early on with what's going to happen to the Mets at some point during the year, and it's happened. So uh, as betters, we can certainly use the insights and information. So let's, important. Yeah, let's get to this game. 
uh, Josh, because I, I want your thoughts on Lester last night. What? I know, right? What? <laughs> a quiet trade uh, right there for the Cardinals, but the Cardinals has turned it around. Uh, they got the Reds, Reds without Winker. I think that lineup uh, is, is hampered a little bit now. Uh, but Cincinnati minus 157 uh, today. Uh, Josh, nine is the total against the Cardinals. Sonny Gray is a very tough guy for me to ever mm-hmm. back. That's the issue. And Mikolas hasn't been back long yeah. enough for me to get anything out of him. Four, five, four. The runs are down. He can pitch. You, you want to stretch him, but you can't overly stretch him because you're kind of still in this, and mm-hmm. he's been he's been hurt for so long. Um, the Cardinals' offense isn't very good, and it hasn't been very good for a long time. We know that. So, again, you're asking inconsistencies of Sonny Gray to step back up. Now, he has gone back-to-back games where he hasn't given up a run, and only one hit in seven innings and three hits in seven innings um, with two walks in each. I bring that up because he shows me that he's trying to say, hey, you're going to hit my pitch and my pitch only. I'm not going to give in, which is very important for him. I do like streaks. So teams like the Rays of one eight in a row who don't ever go nowhere playing with um, – excitement. Right. I do like that in Sonny Gray, and then I'm getting a little bit extended version of a Cardinals bullpen that's been inconsistent and an offense. That's not very good. With all that said, who in the world saw John Lester do mm. what he did last night? I, that line had to be enormous. That was one of probably the, the highest let's just put the Reds on a parlay with anybody we want because <laughs> Castillo versus Lester is a no-brainer. Um, so there's a little bit of excitement and momentum in that clubhouse because Lester did something we haven't seen in a very long time. So then I go, okay, how do I respond to this? Uh, I still favor the the Reds for sure, okay. and they're in a much better place. But this is a nervous game for me. Is that really the line? Or is that yesterday's line? It was yesterday's. Okay, yeah, that, that makes more yeah, sense. Cause that's, yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> um, Honestly, for me, y'all, this is more of a stay-away game mm-hmm. just for everything that I just said. Uh, I, I I think the Reds should be the favorite in this game, no question about it, and 157 seems uh, probably right. I just I got too many questions based on what we saw. And, again, when, when somebody who's been struggling as bad as John Lester has been struggling and they do what he did yesterday, the teams that we back you, we're excited. Right. It's like, you know what I'm saying, and we carry that over to today. So this is more of a neutral game than you think. Josh, how does a team, how does a pitcher handle going up against a team uh, again, coming off a bad outing? Because you mentioned Sonny Gray, who's been good his last two starts, but the last time he faced the Cardinals, he got absolutely rocked. Didn't even make it out of the, the fourth inning. He got, you know, gave up eight runs in that game. So now facing them again, how does he make adjustments? So dive into, uh, to, to the, this is where we do the deeper dive, right? And not just the, the surface dive. We look at what he did recently, which I'm a big fan of because we're very consistent when we're not thinking and just reacting we're good when we're struggling we can't get out of our own heads so again I like Sonny Gray because of how well he's pitching and he shows me that he's trusting his stuff and then I know we're getting an extended Cardinal bullpen right with that said you got to go deeper you look at April 23rd versus the Cardinals he went three and two thirds and he gave up five and we're talking about this year uh, and then you see right, when has he faced him again when has he faced him again you start crawling down this um, and that was the only time I'm seeing this year. So then it could have just been a bad game early in the season when it was cold. Uh, he wasn't really pitching very well to start the year anyways. He didn't know what he was going to have. So can I chalk that up to just a different time in the season? So if I see a guy who's faced him, you know, three times um, in a season or more, that gives me a little bit more of a, this dude just doesn't have it. Because I can be terrible, mm-hmm. but there's somebody's number I just have. So it doesn't matter. Uh, use myself as an example. It didn't matter what Oakland team put me in Oakland. 
not necessarily mm. them versus me, but in Oakland, and I was always going to pitch well. It was just something about it. Confidence. Yeah, just they're, they're, yeah. There's something, whatever it is, the city, the family. I don't know what it is, and mm-hmm. so uh, the field, obviously. So with this, I don't get to do the deep dive in Sunny Gray this year with just the one outing, and it was way too far back in the struggles of the cold April. So um, I have to go on the recency bias of of what he's given me, um, and so I, I do appreciate that aspect because I look at that a lot when it comes into the stuff. I just don't have enough this year on it. All right, I was on Tampa Bay uh, last night. Uh, Cash that ticket, last uh, eight Boston. Nights? I know, right? Uh, they go at it again, uh, minus 140 uh, for Tampa at home. Nine's the total. Boston's sitting in a nice spot right now, Josh and Scott, in terms of making the playoffs or qualifying for the playoffs. But yet uh, they give up too many runs later on in games. Uh, and Tampa, I mean, they, they got the foot on the pedal now uh, when it comes to that lineup. Scott, go ahead on this one. Yeah, look, the Rays have been really good in Yarborough starts, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's six and two in their last eight with uh, Yarborough on the hill. Uh, Red Sox are, are playing for their playoff lives. Uh, they got helped out by the Yankees losing last night, so maybe that gives them a little bit of confidence going into this game. But clearly underdogs, and with Brad Peacock on the mound against this Rays team, um, he hasn't pitched much this season, so I don't think there's anything that you can expect from him. It's very hard to handicap how the Rays are going to handle Peacock this uh, and and this Red Sox team or the Red Sox, you know, pitching uh, staff today, but I, I can't go against the Rays just because of how hot they've been. And here's the, the, the big number that I'll throw out to you in the last, what, 47 games for the Rays against divisional opponents. They're 37 and 10. They dominated play inside the American League East. Now, a lot of it has to do with beating Baltimore 18 out of 19 games, but they have just dominated the divisional opponents, and they dominated last night, and I expect them to continue to show their dominance. This is the class of the American League East. As much as I want the Yankees to to put themselves in a position to win this division because I'm holding a plus 800 ticket on them to win the AL East, I still think it's the Rays' division to lose. So the Rays are 11 games above uh, 500 on teams with a 500 winning percentage or Mm -hmm. higher, so they beat everybody up. They do all the little things right. I'm not going to say you to rip your ticket up, but you could just go ahead and tuck that away because the Yankees <laughs> got no chance. They they play good baseball, but they don't they don't they don't have the IQ that this Rays team has. I've always said it: if the Rays are hot. You run them, they're cold, you run it. You do not try to figure out when they're going to win or lose and break these streaks. They're eight in a row right now. Glad you brought this up, though. This is why you're so good at your job, Pritch. Um, just like we said about Sonny Gray, Yarbrough, two runs last game, zero runs on one hit the game before. Um, two good games in a row after putting two bad games in a row. He's been very inconsistent, but he's chalked a couple. So I look at him and I go, okay, he's pitching well. Then we do our deep dive. Unlike Sonny Gray, we go, what has he done this year versus Boston? Uh, On the 31st, he gave up five runs in five innings. All right, maybe that's just one game. Now we go to June 22nd. He gave up five runs in two innings. So then we scoot down over here um, to April 7th. He gave up nine runs in five innings. Ryan Yarbrough does not like facing the Boston Red Sox. Okay. And so now Tampa's streaky. Now Yarbrough's been pitching well. But this is a team that absolutely owns him. Mm-hmm. And now I have to favor the Red Sox no matter what in this game. But then you give me Peacock, who just got announced. I didn't even see right. it posted. Are we right. using a whole team? We got inconsistencies with them. This is more even than you think as well. I can't take Yarbrough in this situation. Okay, the Sox plus 130. Uh, by the way, Scott, 
Uh, no, don't. Josh is his Twitter handle if you want to get at him. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's do, do it. it. Yeah, let's do it. Thanks for your time. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. That was awesome. Fascinating, fascinating baseball discussion right there. Uh, good takeaways as well, guys. Uh, come up next, uh, we're going to get some uh, market insights from BetMGM. That's next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Indeed helps you hire great people fast. Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined, according to Talentness. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Welcome back to the program. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Scott Seidenberg with you today. And and Scott, uh, we get this insight and information from BetMGM. John Ewing does a great job of 
providing us, um, you know, odds, line movement, uh, things that the public is doing or sharps, whoever, making these bets. So great information here. So we were talking about the Saints, the situation with the Saints. Um, this is interesting. BetMGM has a notable bet, $1,000 to win $125,000 on Marcus Davenport, 125 to 1. What do you make of that? Um, why? <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> um, listen, um, sure. Um, yep. I guess it was that, is that defensive player of the year is the, is the, is the bet? Um, sack leader. Oh, sack leader. Yeah. Okay. Um, man, what do you have? What do you have? Five last year? Six, maybe. Um, um that's a great that's, question. That's, uh, let's see here. Oh, he had one and a half sacks last year. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Uh, six, I guess, yeah, six the year before that. Yeah. Um, you know, some people <laughs> just like to waste money. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really interesting, you know. Some people just like to maybe get bonuses by uh, submitting or trying to rack up uh, some MG, bet MGM credits, I guess. But uh, sack leader in the NFL, Marcus Davenport, I'm going to go <laughs> ahead and go Yeah, it's crazy to think about. I mean, we get these notable bets, and uh, look, it, it's not – an insight in terms of, okay, we got to follow that or what information do they know that we don't know, right? That kind of thing. But, I mean, you got Aaron Donald, you got the Miles Garretts, the TJ Watts. Uh, why would you throw $1,000 on Marcus Davenport uh, to be the sack leader this year? At least throw your money on somebody that has a chance. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want a long shot, there are long shots on this board yeah. that have a chance to do it. You know, like Joey Bosa, 14 to 1 is great value. Mm-hmm. You know, take that instead of, uh, you know, uh, I get it. A thousand for $125,000 is a, is a nice payout, but you know, it is also a nice payout. $14,000 for a thousand dollars. That's a nice payout. <laughs> right. Well. Right. Yeah. Not losing anything uh, is a great payout. Right. When you think about it from a betting standpoint, uh, but it's always interesting though, just to figure out uh, these types of bets or this information for sure. Like for instance, uh, from a sack leader standpoint, uh, the highest ticket percentage, I mean, t- Chase Young, I mean, that guy is yeah. all the that I mean I, I can understand why there's a high ticket percentage on him yeah he's a beast yeah uh, and, and he will get at, and especially we talked about the Giants earlier how bad their offensive line is uh the Washington gets to play them twice mm-hmm. uh, Washington gets to play the Eagles twice and a quarterback like Jalen Hurts who might hold on to the ball a little too long so there's definitely going to be sack opportunities for Chase Young without a doubt yeah absolutely and what do you think about all, all those first rounders on that defensive line too for the football team I think they're the class of that division. Yeah. I, I love this team. I yeah. think they're the most talented roster. And, uh, you know, with Fitzpatrick, Fitzmagic at quarterback, <laughs> I think they're going to win enough games and, and make some noise. Uh, I don't think they're a Super Bowl contender, but they're the class of that NFC East for sure. Yeah, and then the news about Mac Jones uh, becoming starting quarterback out there uh, in New England is certainly a significant live movement right there. Uh, offensive rookie of the year, 12-1 to to plus 500. Um, certainly a pretty nice uh, ticket there uh, if you can have that, if you had the 12-1 to 1 for sure. Um, line movement, too, for NFL MVP. I, I, look, he's not in that realm. He's just anointed to starter. Uh, I'm not getting crazy here with NFL MVP, but certainly taking a second look at rookie of the year, though. Yeah, worth a, maybe a little bit of a sprinkle. Um, I still value some other guys ahead of him. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd rather have a ticket on Najee Harris. Okay. I'd rather have a ticket on, you know, even Trevor Lawrence uh, or 
throw out Justin Fields, honestly, mm. because he's going to be on the field eventually, and we know how dynamic he is. Um, there's a couple. There's a, there's there's a decent sized amount of guys I'd rather have a ticket on than Mac Jones. What are you? What are your thoughts on uh, Zach Wilson in terms of rookie of the year? What his opportunities will be with the Jets as well? I think he's going to put up numbers. And yeah. and I mentioned it earlier, this Jets wide receiving core is the deepest that they've had in years. Mm-hmm. And the offense is going to be a little more creative, more innovative with Mike LaFleur. So, yeah, Zach Wilson is going to have a nice season. And he gave an incredible quote the other day uh, when talking about throwing the ball down the field. And uh, he said he understands that when you take chances down the field, it might lead to turnovers. But you're also not going to win games if you don't take chances down the field. So we could see him take some deep shots. Yeah, I think he's a pure pocket passer. And then with that mindset, too, uh, I hope that offense line comes together. I mean, Becton, uh, Vera Tucker on that left side should help, but they're yeah. still young, though. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Looking forward to those situations uh, with all these quarterbacks. What's the holdup in Chicago with Justin Fields? What's going on? Mac Jones is starting. Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence. What's going on in Chicago? Uh, more betting across America when we continue. This is coming up next. is a perfect time to start planning your football contest strategy and the vcin pro football guide is a perfect way to start the guide is designed to help give you a winning edge our vcin experts are winners with football contests around las vegas our guide will also give insight on against the spread contests as well as survivor pools download the vcin nfl guide today for only 19 dollars 99 or get vcin all access and get everything we offer for the entire football season go to vcin.com slash subscribe welcome back to the show is betting across america mike pritchard scott seidenberg with you scott are you a participant in football contests uh, I am. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited to. Uh, I'll be there. I guess next weekend, if I can still get in, we're going to see if we can get into uh, to certainly one of them. Um, mm-hmm. I'm in a very interesting survivor pool. That is, uh, it's it's challenging because you could take the same team multiple times. Okay. However, however, the three highest point spreads each week are blacked out. Can't take those games. Okay. So. <laughs> you can't take you can't take the teams that are favored by you know double digit points to win these games. It's a little more strategy comes into play. Uh, that's usually a, a really really fun contest to be in. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, everybody's kind of formulating their strategies right now before the season starts and all this ebb and flow. We're going to have eleven new quarterbacks for eleven teams uh, in the league this year. Wow. I mean, that's going to be hard. I could imagine, certainly from a contest perspective, but certainly uh, week to week. I mean, you got the Saints situation, too, and, uh, you know, the situation in certain front offices, too. It just it just seems off a little bit. And, and from a betting perspective, Scott, I'm taking my time so far. 
Yeah, and from a contest perspective, there's a lot of different strategies. Some people would say survive in advance. Other mm -hmm. people would say be contrarian, right? You know, yeah. you have to go against the grain because, if, you know, one team loses and knocks out everybody and you're the last one surviving. So uh, I think it's very interesting when it comes to, to these contests how exactly you want to play it. Um, it's each individual person has their own strategy, and mm -hmm. I think that's what makes this contest so amazing. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to them, too. This will be my first year in a contest for sure. So week one total wins by division. Uh, we can bet on divisions here from that perspective. I know, right? So the NFC East, our favorite uh, division, uh, one and a half <laughs> wins, the over minus 120, uh, the under minus 110 for week one, the totals there for week one NFC East. What do you think? Uh, I'll go under. Yeah, I think there's just okay. one. I, I think – I think it's one win. Yeah. I think it's Washington over the over the uh, Chargers. Okay. Um, I start, I think the Cowboys lose to Tampa. I think um, you know the Eagles will lose to the Falcons. Giants will lose to Denver, and then Washington will take advantage of uh, the West Coast team traveling East Coast, having to play the early game, uh, and Washington will win their first game. So I think one win for this division, uh, if any, and mm -hmm. I'll go under that total. Yeah, under minus one ten right there. The Chargers get chance uh, of losing to the football team. Yeah, that gets interesting right there. Uh, new coaching situation out there for the Chargers. So the NFC North, they're sitting at one and a half wins to the over minus 175. Good grief. Uh, the under plus 125. Uh, so the Lions are going to lose. We can pencil that in, right? <laughs> yes. We can put that in ink. <laughs> And uh, I, I, listen, Cincinnati, I think, has a chance to be really dangerous this year. Okay. And I don't mean not in terms of the win-loss record, but they're going to cover a lot of football games, I think. Um, not so sure early on, especially with the health of Joe Burrow. And, and so I think Minnesota wins that game. Uh, I think Green Bay beats New Orleans, um, especially if that game has to move to you know maybe AT&T Stadium mm -hmm. or, or maybe Lambeau, depending on what they do there. Uh, Rams, I would favor against Chicago. So I think two wins is, is probably the mark here for this division. Yeah, I can see that as well. Again, but it's minus 175 for the over situation right there. So NFC South, two and a half wins uh, for this division week one. The over minus 115, Scott, the under minus 115 as well. Well, we said already we liked Atlanta mm -hmm. over Philly uh, and Tampa over Dallas. Um, and to me, I think that I would go under here because I think Green Bay is the loss, right? Uh, excuse me, Green Bay, New Orleans is going to be the loss. And really, you need Carolina to beat the Jets in order to get that over. And I'm just not comfortable pushing all my chips in on the Carolina Panthers and Sam Darnold. So that's why I would lean towards the under here. So you've seen enough of Sam Darnold because a change of location, you hear that from quarterbacks. Kurt Warner talked about this. The change of location maybe can unlock something. Uh, so Sam Darnold, a high draft choice, we, as we know, to the Jets. But then uh, Carolina wants him. You know, that feeling of yeah. being wanted, could that be the difference for Sam Darnold? Oh, certainly. And I like Sam Darnold. Yeah. He, he has, you know, a good skill set. But this is also the same quarterback that told the media he was seeing ghosts <laughs> on the field. And and that's the reason why he was timid in the pocket. Um, I actually like the Jets plus the points in week one. And uh, I think they're a live dog and could potentially win this one outright. So I just I'm not comfortable pushing all my chips. And as I said, okay. you know, banking on them to be the team that's going to push me over the total because I do think Tampa and Atlanta do win. So I'm giving them wins. 
I don't think New Orleans is going to win. So it all falls down on that one game. And to me, that's not a comfortable game. Yeah. You know, Scott, um, Adam Gase uh, can help you see ghosts. So you've seen his eyes, right? Press conference, remember Adam Gay's eyes? Crazy. He's eyes, looking yeah. at ghosts. Yeah, it's looking like, uh, yeah. Yeah. He, he certainly, can, certainly can have that effect on you. Yeah, absolutely. How about the NFC West? This one's interesting to me, too. Uh, over two and a half wins for week one for this division. The over minus 115, the under minus 115 as well. Well, we're giving the 49ers the win, right? Congratulations, yeah. <laughs> you're going to play the Lions. Right? That's, yep. that's, that's free right there. Um, I think uh, this, and I like the Rams over the uh, the uh, Bears. Okay. Um, the other two games, I think, are coin flips. Um, I, honestly, Seattle is, I understand why they're favored because of the quarterback situation and what's going on with Indianapolis, but uh, if Carson Wentz does play, it's certainly, I think, India is capable of winning that game. Mm-hmm. And then Arizona-Tennessee, to me, is as much of a coin flip as, as you can give me uh, on this schedule. Um, I think that the Titans certainly uh, are the team that should be favored yep. in their home. Yep. Uh, but would it, would it shock you if Arizona wins? No, wouldn't shock me at all. I expect Tennessee to win, but nothing would shock me. I think that's a total coin flip in that game. So I would lean Tennessee to win uh, obviously the Rams and the Chargers uh, excuse me the Rams and the 49ers I would mm-hmm. lean to win and then to me it's just a matter of is Carson Wentz going to play for Indy and and it's it's interesting the stories that, that we're seeing coming out of Indianapolis that he could be back and could in fact play this game so uh, very curious to see what happens there yeah very curious but also will he be prepared though it's one thing to line up as a starter Scott and uh, you know with the foot surgery and, and now with COVID situation the prep I'm just unsure about uh, there with the Colts. And same thing with Tennessee uh, for on that matter as well. So uh, great job right there on those division win totals week one. When we come back, uh, more betting across America. That's next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the olympics exactly. he's gonna guard and then on I'm top of that like that see that Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's he going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. With BetMGM, anyone can capture the Grand Slam championship feeling. Step on the court with the king of sportsbooks for a chance to win $100 in free bets when you place a $1 wager on any player to win the big tournament in Queens, New York. If any player serves an ace, you will win $100 in free bets regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use bonus code VSEN100 when you make your first bet to take advantage of this offer. Sign up now and get access to BetMGM's live betting options, boosted odds specials, daily deals, and more. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use bonus code VSEN100 to win $100 in free bets if any player serves an ace in New York. It's a new customer offer. Paid and free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Welcome back to the program. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Scott Seidenberg with you today. And, and Scott, you know, the COVID situation is always fluid. We were going over divisions, win totals for week one, uh, and the situation with the Colts uh, and the COVID. Yeah, I think it's important to note, and this could factor into their season-long projections as well. The Colts have the lowest vaccination rate in the NFL, and uh, they, Carson Wentz is a player who is missing some time this week because he's on the reserve COVID list, along with Ryan Kelly and Zach Pascal. Last week, it was Eric Fisher and Quentin Nelson. Darius Leonard and Julian Blackman have already admitted that they are not vaccinated. So with key players that have the risk of having to miss time due to NFL protocols, it could be it, it could spell disaster for this team at stretches during the season. Uh, you never want to be without your starting quarterback for any portion of practice, but now you're talking about uh, wide receiver, key offensive linemen, and key defensive players. It's going to be very interesting to watch how this story progresses throughout the season because this could wind up being a major reason why the Colts don't make the postseason. Yeah, how about that? And then uh, the reality that you might have to forfeit a game uh, is very, very real because of rescheduling. uh, No weeks, no room, no wiggle room at all uh, from a scheduling standpoint because you have the extra game. 
Uh, they have this new TV deal, too, that the owners were adamant about. And that's why they sent out that memo that they sent out in, in terms of unvaccinated players and vaccinated players. They really want to plow through another season. And if you have to forfeit, you're going to have to forfeit. Yeah, so that situation gets really murky yeah. right now in Indianapolis, which is why I think you have to hesitate on placing any wager on any game okay. that they're involved in. Right, and now. he's supposed to be the leader too. So, are you looking at the Colts differently? Like, who's the lead? Where's the leadership going to come from for the Colts? No, I'm, I don't think I'm looking at them differently if they're all healthy and playing. Uh-huh. Because if they're available, and we know the best abil- best ability is availability. Right. If they are all playing, this team has the best roster in the in that division, and they'll compete with the Titans in terms of winning that division and going to the postseason. But. If you lose players for weeks at a time because of the failure to adhere to the protocol and they they happen to be unvaccinated, which means that they are under stricter protocols, then it's going to it's going to be a disaster for them. They're Mm -hmm. going to lose football games because of it. Yeah. Already dealing with injury situations, too, uh, with that offensive line. So great insight right there, Scott. Uh, Major League Baseball, uh, one score. Uh, that we can inform you about. Certainly uh, the Marlins on the Mets, 5-1. Uh, to one. We were just talking about that fascinating discussion earlier to begin the hour number two here uh, with the Mets and what's going on in that clubhouse, Scott. So 5-1 to one for the Marlins right now. Yeah, and it's an interesting spot because uh, it's a doubleheader for them, but yep. the first game was actually nine innings because the first game was a continuation of a suspended game. So nine innings in the first game, seven innings will be in the nightcap tonight. And the Mets, who had to dip into their bullpen early here in this game, will have to do so again mm-hmm. uh, with Trevor Williams on the hill in the night game. And as Josh Towers told us earlier, you have to just keep fading the Mets today because of all the outside distractions. And so far, it's so good here in game one backing the Marlins. Yeah, Cardinals-Reds was postponed. We talked a little bit about that game because of what Lester did last night, but uh, their game Mm -hmm. today is postponed. How about uh, the Yankees uh, and the Angels? Uh, Right now, the Angels out here are the dog at home, plus 175, uh, nine and a half is the total in this one, Scott. Yeah, I like the Yankees on the run line today. Okay. Uh, Angels with the win last night, and uh, I can't see that happening again, uh, not with how important the Yankees' uh, playoff push is right now. So I see a refocused Yankee group here um, playing against the Angels, and the Angels, uh, in, including that win last night, mm-hmm. they've still lost six out of their last nine games, and all six of those losses, Mike, have been by two or more runs. So if I'm thinking the Yankees are going to win, which I I do behind Jamison Tyone and this bullpen. I'm going to back the Yankees to win by two or more runs. And uh, it was supposed to be Shohei Otani pitching in this matchup. It is not, which uh, the Yankees are very happy about. So I expect the Yanks to win uh, by multiple runs here. All right. How about the Brewers? 3-1 over the uh, Giants uh, last night. And so they go at it again here. Uh, Where are you going with this game, if at all? Uh, I haven't made a play on this game myself, Scott, but you got one of the best teams in baseball as a dog. Uh, and this one, I'll, I'll give credit to Burns and the Brewers, what they did last night, uh, plus 120, seven and a half the total. 
Yeah, and, and for me, every time the Giants are an underdog this season, I bet them on the run line at plus a run and a half. Okay. Uh, last night, last night kind of got stung uh, by it hmm. a little bit because um, it was a one-run game until the eighth inning when the Brewers put up an insurance run and made it a two-run game. So thought I had the cover, wound up not having the cover. Uh, I, I'm holding off on this game right now because I don't know what the Giants are going to do in terms of their pitcher. I think it was supposed to be Johnny Cueto. I don't know if it's still Johnny Cueto. I'm not seeing that right now. So uh, curious to see what they do with this rotation. But if they remain an underdog, I like the Giants at plus a run and a half at home. Yeah, I like the fight in the Giants too. Um, just watching them play uh, certainly puts pressure on the opponent. Uh, not only the, the starter, but uh, certainly the bullpen, that situation there. So keeping an eye on who the Giants will name as a starter. Are you interested in the Dodgers and the Braves? Uh, Braves was my childhood team growing up, Scott, and yeah. uh, they had some fight in them as well. Uh, Urias, is, he's pitching dynamite. Uh, but here you go with the Braves. Uh, Miley on the bump, uh, didn't get it done. Uh, but then you have this situation now, okay, Braves, we got to win these games. The Dodgers, they just seem like they own the NL East, though. Yeah, uh, Walker Bueller pitching for mm-hmm. a Cy Young as well, and, and especially seeing what Corbin Burns did last night, which put himself right in the thick of that uh, Cy Young race. I think Walker Bueller is going to want to go out there tonight and pitch an absolute gem and lock down this Braves lineup. Uh, if I was to go anywhere in this matchup, uh, I lean to the Braves at plus a run and a half only because the juice is actually low. Okay. Usually when you get a run line like this, the, the juice would be higher, but at minus 135 uh, at plus a run and a half, I think is a good enough value to take the Braves. Um, I think it could be low scoring. I lean towards the under, but seven and a half is so low. Uh, But I do think Walker Bueller and Charlie Morton can match zeros. And I'm hoping that this Braves lineup that was absolutely silent yesterday can go out there and score some runs here against Bueller. And maybe if they lose this game, lose by just one run. So I do like the plus a run and a half because it's only minus 135. Okay. What about uh, Houston and the Mariners? Any opinion on that game? Nah, I'd probably back McCullers on the road uh, to a small enough favorite, um, but no real read uh, on that game. Uh, My next read would probably be the Blue Jays against the Orioles, Mm -hmm. and not because uh, the Blue Jays are minus 300. (laughs) No, that's not the way I'm going to go with this one. Uh, But I like the Blue Jays team total over five and a half runs. Just look at Keegan Aiken uh, this season and the amount of runs that he has given up. Uh, Loves giving up home runs. Loves giving up runs. Uh, He one, uh, they won their his last outing against the Angels, which was shocking. That was the game that snapped the losing streak. But prior to that, they had lost, uh, I believe it was eight, 12 straight in which Keegan Aiken appeared in. So uh, I'm going to back the Blue Jays offense here, this incredible lineup against Keegan Aiken and expect them yeah. to score six runs. Tell you what, the Dodgers, a uh, game and a half uh, back of San Francisco. I think they're going to catch them. Because I would hate to see the. I mean, I was. It's going to get fascinating if the Dodgers are in a play-in game. Which pitcher they'll roll out uh, for that play-in game? Well, not play-in game, but the wild card game. I think they're comfortable with any of them. Yeah, I mean, right. If it's, Scherz, if, it, if it's Scherzer, Urias, or Bueller, or even Kershaw coming back from the IL, mm-hmm. uh, how could you not be comfortable in any of them? Yeah, and. I think that's why I think the Dodgers are probably better equipped than the Giants to win that wild card game. Yeah. Because as good as Logan Webb or Kevin Gosman has been, uh, if it if you're in a one game do or die situation, um, I could see Kapler managing that a little differently. Mm. Uh, whereas Dodgers can just roll out 
a, a, a handful of guys and say, all right, I'm comfortable with you. Go seven strong innings here. Yeah. Do you have any future situations with that division or in Major League Baseball at all? No, I, I picked the Giants when it was, well, obviously when they were had the best record in Major League Baseball right. and they were still getting plus money, but it was low plus money. It was only at the plus 150 range, and uh, I, I just took them because they had a four-game lead in the division, mm-hmm. and they were still getting plus money to win their division, so I thought it was a no-brainer in taking them, and I still think that they can win this division. The series coming up with the, uh, you know, this weekend is going to be obviously of the utmost importance, and yep. I think the pitching rotation has lined up uh, so that they they're going to have, you know, it's going to be the top starters for both teams facing each other. Um, I think the Giants are a team that everyone was disrespecting this season, waiting for the other shoe to drop. Uh, but they still sit here with the best record, and uh, I'm going to back them to win this division. Yeah, which sets up uh, great betting for us, I think, to be honest with you, because I mean, I would hate to think about the Giants all this time, and then they're in the wild card situation, and which pitcher are they going to roll out? Yeah, it'd probably be Logan Webb okay. if, I, if I had to pick one right now. Just he's probably in the best form, but Gosman has had an incredible year as well. And uh, But that's the thing. In, in a one-game situation, mm-hmm. the starter might not last right. five innings, and they might dip into the bullpen. And, and managers manage that game differently because it's a one-game situation. Yeah, absolutely. Scott Seidenberg, great job today, man. Ah, thanks, Mike. Loved Absolutely, it. yeah. And so, welcome to Vison as well, Scott Seidenberg. Great yes. job here on Betting Across America. We'll see more of Scott Seidenberg. Uh, that'll do it for us today. Fast show. Uh, stay tuned for My Guys in the Desert right here on Vison, the Sports Betting Network. Three six five. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play—from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet three six five. Twenty one plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call one eight hundred GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? 
Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.